0: Hello, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with ISMG. Today I'm speaking with Tim Youngblood. Youngblood is a Corporate Vice President and the Chief Information Security Officer with McDonald's, the global food service retailer. Youngblood recently took the position with McDonald's after several years as CISO for Kimberly Clark. Our topic today is Securities Communication with the Board. Hi, Tim. Tell us more about yourself.
1: Hi. Hi. So, Joe, I've been in industry over 30 years. I've played uh, multiple roles in uh, the technology arena. Um, I've been uh, an engineer. I've been um, you know, an incident response manager. And I've, I've been CISO for at least the last 10 years of my career.
0: Communication between the CISO and the board obviously comes with it a certain set of expectations. What are those, in your opinion? Yeah. So, Joe, uh,
1: it's definitely changed over the last uh I'd say three years or so. Um, you know, here recently I was part of uh, a roundtable of the top 100 CISOs, and uh, there was a polling question asked uh, how many report to the board on a regular basis, and uh, the, the uh, stats on that that polling question came back uh, over 50%, and when you looked at the historical view of that same question three years ago, uh, it was uh, below 30%. So, A lot's changed now where uh, CISOs are now being requested to come and talk to the boards. And they're being asked to explain the current state of security and what that impact is to the business. And so CISOs are having to uh, shape their messaging uh, to an an audience that is a a new audience for for many of them.
0: And so drilling down into that now, what does that mean? What are some of the elements that they are expected to be able to inform the board of what should they, and should they not bring into those meetings today?
1: Yeah. So I think the first thing a CISO has got to understand is sort of the expectations of a board, right? And, and a board has fiduciary duties. Uh, and, and there's two primary parts of that. There's duty of care, which, you know, a board is there to help uh, make decisions based on information that's given to them. And there's duty of loyalty, which means they're acting, on the best interests of the organization. And so a CISLA needs to understand that and when they're presenting to a, uh, a board that they're, they're taking those two things into account, right? What, what information are you giving them? And then, you know, what is it that they need to do from an advice perspective and um, guidance from providing you what you need to make sure the organization is successful? Uh, the first part of that I think people need to understand that are in the role of CISO is that a board is not there to approve your budget per se, right? It's not there to uh, agree with you. And um, their, their, their main role is to try to understand what is the risk to our organization and then are we doing the best things to address that risk? And they wanna make sure that at the end of the day that you as CISO, you have you know the tools that you need and you've got a plan to address it. That's ultimately what they wanna know.
0: What are some mistakes that some CISOs might make in terms of heading into those meetings and those discussions and presenting information that they might not be interested in?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of CISOs, particularly the ones that have come up through the technical ranks, uh, just like myself, are are used to taking um, information and talking to a technical audience. And in this case, when you're talking to a board, You've got you know, multiple board members on there, which uh, depending on your industry, you will have um, you know, a few that may have some technical experience, but most will not. And so you've got to understand that the terms that you use and um, the, the references that you have have got to be um, in a business context so that they can understand you know, what it is that it means that you're saying. And that's one of the biggest challenges I think that a lot of systems have is that they want to come in and talk about the latest threat or the latest malware outbreak or the the virus impact that may have happened in in very technical terms. And what they've got to do is now try to uh, translate that into business terms and business outcomes. And what does the the risk mean to the business goals? And then have that discussion with the board, right? not necessarily the specific details of the malware strand that just happened that's not what they're interested in um, and as cissos we're very good at uh, collecting metrics I mean, we, we all have metrics um out the wazoo there are um, you know vulnerability metrics there's scanning metrics patching metrics uh, there's this metrics on uh, endpoint devices and those are all great things but if you can't translate what that means to the outcome to the business, they don't mean much to the board. And I think that's the biggest mistake that CISOs make.
0: Right. Now, you know, I'm thinking as a board member, I'm of course going to be concerned about other larger things besides perhaps the financial cost of a potential incident, but also the perception of the organization after something might happen, trust among the public, even possibly, you know, stock price implication if it's a publicly traded organization Um, How do you prepare for those conversations if you don't necessarily have the business background?
1: Yeah, and that's where, you know, the CISO has got to um, work and connect with uh, their partners um, throughout the company. And when I think of partners to the CISO, I'm thinking of uh, who's the head of privacy. If you have a chief privacy officer, you know, connecting with them and understanding what the business impact of uh, some of the work that you do will have uh, in their arena, and them explaining to you how they may have done that in discussions they had with the board, that includes legal. Um, you know, The internal audit organization, who generally owns one of the subcommittees that most CISOs talk to, and that's the audit committee. And uh, I think that's a very important partner for a CISO to go and talk to and try to understand, Okay, how do I translate what I have into the terms that this board is used to hearing? Uh, And I would include. Um, you know, physical security, global security, another group that have, they've been going to boards and talking for a while. And, you know, they also are it's a good uh, partner in, in trying to translate that. And they ultimately, the systems also have to go directly to uh, the heads of business units and talk to them directly about what does it mean when they don't have uh, service? They have a loss of service or a disruption of service and what that financial impact is. And that helps a board. Uh, understand, you know, what is the cyber risk appetite that, you know, as a company we think we should accept or we should uh, address right
0: away. Tim Youngblood, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.